Praise the Lord, everybody. All right, we're going to get started in our lesson tonight. It's already a quarter after, uh, quarter after eight. Uh, I have really been enjoying, this is lesson number four uh, in the uh, uh, book of Colossians we've been studying. Colossians uh, is, uh, it's got an awful lot of good stuff in it. Uh, it's got a lot of good uh, uh, doctrinal uh, and um, uh, I've uh, really enjoyed the letter to Galatians. Tonight, uh, we're going to be in chapter 2, and we're going to read verses 4 through 12. Uh, and uh, thank you, Chris. going to have to cut this down on me a little bit. It's getting a little ring back down here. Praise the Lord. Chapter 2, and of course, I've got it... Uh, uh, in your handout, and they got it on the screen too, every which way you want to read. Uh, Y'all need to put it up there. This is going to be in the King James Version, not the New King James. Uh, there's a few word changes. Hallelujah. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order, and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him, and we've already talked about this already, amen, in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, praise God. And ye are complete in him, which is the head of principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, and putting off the body of sins, the sins of the flesh, by the circumcision of Christ. Verse 12 says, Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who has raised him from the dead. And everybody say amen to the reading of God's word. Hallelujah. Um, there is so much involved in those passages of Scripture, there's no way in the world that I can begin to exhaust or dig down everything that is said right here. The best we can hope for with what we have the time to do with tonight is just kind of scratch the surface a little bit uh, and try to digest a little bit of what he's saying. I have titled tonight's lesson, as you notice on your handout, Rock Solid and Unshakable. Rock Solid and Unshakable. I have given tonight's lesson that title because 
That is exactly what you're going to have to do and be to be an overcomer in this day and hour that we're living in. They are changing everything around. Hallelujah. I mean, they want to take everything that God has set in order and has been in order for hundreds and thousands of years, and they want to change it up. Amen. They want, they, you know, my Lord, I mean, you go into some churches today and you think you're going to a, Holly, a Hollywood movie theater. Hallelujah. I mean, they, some church, I mean, they've they got all the colored lights flashing and smoke and fog and all that kind of stuff. Amen. I, I guess if you don't have a lot of Holy Ghost power and real anointing, you've got to do something to entertain because it seems like that's what people's wanting today. They want entertainment. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't, we don't have a congregation no more. We've got an audience. People come and they sit there and, and they look and say, okay, amen, entertain me. Amen. Hallelujah. But folks, we are going to have to be rock solid and unshakable in the faith if we're going to get through these, these few, uh, next few years before, before the coming of the Lord. Hallelujah. And um, I have went down through these scriptures, and there are four things that I'm going to focus on. Primarily, as I said, we don't have time to really dig everything out. Amen. But the first thing I'm going to talk about, amen, is about walk in Christ, not in man. All right? The reason why I say that, the first thing he starts off with, he said, And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. Hallelujah. He said, This I say, don't let nobody beguile you with enticing words. Amen. And then if you notice down in verse 8, he gives another warning. He uses the word beware. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy. Hallelujah. Church, we got to be more careful today than any other time in history. Amen. Because there is so much deception going on. And some people, amen, are so gullible, and they don't understand uh, uh, that, uh, uh, you know, that they are people out there, amen, whose major goal is deception. Amen. And he tells us that we need to walk in Christ. Notice verse 6. As I have therefore, as ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him. Hallelujah! Do you want to endure to the end? Do you uh, want to keep from being deceived? Then you've got to walk in Jesus and not in man. Hello, somebody. Amen. Amen. Let me be. Let me be as honest with you as I can. It is. It is. It is my calling. And my responsibility to, to help guide the people that God has placed under me to help guide them into the Word of God. But it's your, it's your responsibility to make sure what I'm telling you is backed up by the Word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Do not take the word of any man, I don't care how long you've known him and how good a friend, I don't care if he's kin to you, he could be a lying devil. 
Hello, somebody. Amen. You say, well, you, you're, getting, you're getting a little tight now. We're going to have to get tight. Amen. We are being fought today on the left and on the right. Amen. They, they want to suppress the truth. We're, we're, we're entering in that day and hour that the Bible prophesied that would come a day that truth would be thrown in the streets. Hallelujah. We have got to walk in Christ and not in man. Look down uh, to the scripture I've got in Galatians chapter 1, verse 11 and 12, what the apostle Paul told the Galatians. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached to me is not after man. For I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. I have a responsibility to do the best of my ability to guide you in the Word of God, amen, and to point the, the Scriptures out, to point out, out the Word. But I'm going to tell you something, folks. If, you're, if your relationship with God it is resting upon what what you are the words you're taking from a man. Then it's it, it, it it's built on sand. It's not on rock. We have got to make sure you've got to have a revelation of yourself. Hallelujah! You need a revelation of God. Hallelujah! How many how many believes in baptism in Jesus' name? Let me see your hand. Hallelujah! Well, thank God everybody in here believes in baptism in Jesus' name. But let me tell you something. You're on dangerous ground and, and could be deceived if the reason why you believe that is just simply because some man told you and you didn't dig in the Word of God and get your own revelation. Hello, somebody. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, you know, sometimes people come to me, you brother, brother Sammy, I don't, I don't understand it. So and so and so was in such and such church for years and years, and now they're back out, uh, they're, they're back out there in the Baptist church, and then I'm being baptized in the, in the name of the Father and Son, Holy Ghost. How could that be? I tell you how it'd be. Hallelujah. They fell, they followed after a man instead of getting their own revelation. If you really get a true revelation of the mighty God in Christ, hallelujah, and that Jesus is God, hallelujah, there is no way under God's blue heaven that you could ever go back. Because you, if you get that revelation, hallelujah, hallelujah, I used to believe the other way. I was raised the other way. But thank God one night I received a revelation of the way. And can no man twist it? Can no man get me to go back? Because God gave me a revelation. Woo. Hallelujah. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's the truth of hell. Some of y'all know where that come from. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You've got everything for you to be rock solid. And unshakable. You have got to have everything. Not just water baptism in Jesus' name. But everything. It's got to be based on a personal revelation of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Because if, if it's built on your own revelation, you're going to be unshakable. Amen. You'll be unshakable. Hallelujah. 
So that is what we are striving for. Amen. Uh, to be rock solid, unshakable. Amen. And, and the way to do that is just like the Apostle Paul said. He said, what I'm preaching to you, I didn't get it from man. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul preached for a long time. If I'm not mistaken, it was 14 years. Going everywhere, setting up churches. Hallelujah. And he never, never sat down and talked with all the other apostles that had been apostles before him, he said. So finally he got to thinking, he said, well, maybe I need to get, maybe I need to, get to Jerusalem. Maybe I need to sit down and make, make, make sure. Hallelujah. If I'm preaching the same thing as those other apostles are preaching in Jerusalem there at the mother church in Jerusalem. He said, unless I've been running in vain. Hallelujah. Well, guess what? Amen. He went there and he sat down and he talked with them all. And everything he'd been preaching, and as he'd been and the order he'd been setting up the churches with, was the same doctrine, the same message. Amen. That the mother church and the apostles in Jerusalem was preaching. Hallelujah. That's the key, Brother Paul. Amen. Hallelujah. If God gives you a revelation about something, he gives me a revelation about something, guess what? We're going to speak the same thing. If I'm teaching something one way, you teach it another way, one of us is wrong. Both of us can't be right. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's imperative, church, that we become rock solid and unshakable in our faith. And the only way, the only way that you can do that is to make sure you've got a, what you believe is built on a personal revelation of Jesus Christ. Because that brings us to the second point, number B there on, on, your, on your handout. There are believers, I didn't say in the world, but there are deceivers in the church. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hey, don't you, I don't know if anybody ever watched 007 or not. Hallelujah, but I don't, you, you better realize the devil's got some secret agents. Hallelujah. Amen. He got some secret agents. He got the devil has got people infiltrated. They ain't a congregation, I'm fully persuaded, there's not a congregation nowhere that the devil doesn't have somebody infiltrated somewhere to try to do some dirty stuff. Whether it's, where it's stirring. Hey, the devil put some people in some churches just to stir up confusion. Hallelujah. Amen. And what does the Bible say that God is not the author of? Exactly right. Hallelujah. God is not the author of confusion. So if you always got somebody trying to stir up some trouble and cause confusion, guess what? The spirit that they got is not a God. Hallelujah. Amen. They are deceivers, not just in the world, but in the church. Hallelujah. He tells us, amen, that we have all. Well, let's just, let me go ahead because the way my time is, if I... If I get too far off of this, we, well, I'm not going to be able to get it all. 
1 Timothy chapter 4 and verse 1. Notice that. Now, this is what Paul wrote to young Timothy, a young preacher that he was, he was training uh, to, uh, uh, to send out. And he, was, uh, he had traveled with Paul a lot of places. And, and what, one, of the, one of the letters that he wrote to young Timothy, he says, Now the Spirit speaketh expressly. Now, I don't know if you, I know you probably read this verse before, but I hope you caught that. He was, given, he, he, was, he was speaking through the Holy Ghost right here. He didn't say that I foresee or I prophesy that, uh, that there's, in the latter times there's going to be such and such. He said, now the Spirit speaketh expressly. Hallelujah. What he's telling Timothy right here is coming from the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's coming from the Holy Ghost. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. My, my, my. Mm. There are things happening and taking place in the church today that I would never thought I would see or hear. Hallelujah. Amen. There's, there's all kind of doctrines of devils that's being spread around by these seducing spirits. So we need to understand and know that there are deceivers, not only just in the world, but in the church. And they'll try to mess you up and they'll try to get you sidetracked some kind of way. That is why, again, that you've got to be rock solid and unshakable. Hallelujah. I've had them come to me. Well, Brother, Brother Sammy, you know, I got, I, I got a first cousin that I've been praying for for years and years to take, come in and get baptized and I was beginning to think it never would happen. Catch that. I was beginning to think that would never happen. That's a doubt right there. And that's, that was the doubt that opened the door that led this man astray. That's, hey, doubt and unbelief will just not cause you not to get your prayers answered, but it will open up the door to lead you off in the false teaching. Hello, somebody. He says, I just begin, I just begin to doubt whether or not this first cousin of mine was ever going to come in. But all of a sudden, I got a phone call. And that first cousin was on the other end crying and, and, and everything and, and told me how that they're ready to live for the Lord now and they had want to get, uh, uh, get right, and they want me to be the one to baptize them. But uh, the problem is, Brother Pruitt, uh, that first cousin of mine goes to the normal church, so-and-so down there, and he wants to go down there to the denominational church uh, and, and baptize me, but uh, uh, the pastor and all of them already told me that if I uh, told him to tell me if I come down there to baptize him, I had to baptize him in the titles, according to Matthew twenty nineteen. So, you know, uh, you know, it, uh, at least
you've got to be rock solid and unshakable. I tell you, that person would be better off not to be baptized than to be baptized another way. And that pastor, amen, even though it is his first cousin, he did himself, he did that Baptist church he went into, and most of all his cousin, amen, a big, uh, 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 gave him a big disgrace, amen, by, by compromising. God was not pleasing that. That person getting baptized that way didn't do them a bit of good. You see what I'm talking about? The change is taking place. You'll be surprised how many people in apostolic cir circles today will yield on that and back up and say, well, they'll start hum hauling by around it. Amen. I hear more and more of it all the time. Hallelujah. I got, I got, I got several people in my family still. I'd love to see them, amen, get, uh, uh, get baptized. Amen. And, it, and I would love to be the one to baptize them. But I don't care who they are. This fellow's not going to baptize them. No, I'm so thankful. I started preaching at 14, and I preached a year before I, I found myself in Columbia, Tennessee, sitting under that uh, Brother McDonald uh, preaching at revival, and God quickened my spirit that I needed to be rebaptized. I am so thankful that that year that I, that I preached before I heard the truth about water baptism in Jesus' name, I didn't baptize nobody any other way. I never baptized nobody until I, I turned 16. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And it was a White's Creek. Amen. So I got to call somebody to baptize somebody. Amen. I baptized them in Jesus' name. And everybody ever baptized, I baptized them in Jesus' name. And I will refuse. I don't care how much money they offer me or whatever. Amen. There's only one way. Hallelujah. And I'm rock solid. I, uh, hey, hey I, I, I love everybody and I want to be friend with everybody. Amen. But I'm not going to compromise my faith with nobody. Hallelujah. We have got to be rock solid and unshakable. Hallelujah. Brings us to that third point, number C. We must be grounded in the faith. Verse number 7. He said, rooted and built up in him and established or established in the faith as you have been taught, abounded therein with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. You see, this one guy I told you about how that, that preacher vacillated and, and compromised just to get to baptize his first cousin. He did exactly what Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 9 tells us not to do. Be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines. For it is a good thing that the heart be established with grace, not with meats, which have not profited them that have been occupied therein. Hallelujah. We cannot, we cannot be carried about with every wind of doctrine. We've got to be stable. We've got to be rooted. It don't matter. And let me tell you, tell you, tell you this one thing, because this is one thing that's getting a lot of, a lot of people off track. I don't care. Some of them uh, uh, jokers on TV. What? Huh. 
Glory to God. Amen. They're up there blowing on people, letting them fall back. Hallelujah. All they need is some Listerine mouthwash. Take care of that problem anyway. Hallelujah. Amen. It don't matter what kind of miracle they seem to be performing. Uh, be performing or whatever. I don't care what they're doing. I want to know what they're saying. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And we've got apostolic people, uh, amen, in local congregations, uh, amen, that their that they're, uh, they're home church, uh, amen, needs money, needs finances, uh, amen, and they don't support that like they should, but yet they send it off money to some of these TV jokers, uh, amen, who don't wouldn't know the truth if it slapped them in the face. Hallelujah. Glory. The Antichrist and his false prophet is going to be able to work all kind of miracles. Hallelujah. To deceive people. And unless you are rock solid, and unshakable in your faith, unless you have gotten a revelation, you could be deceived. Hallelujah. You could be led astray. Amen. We've got to be grounded in the faith. The, uh, the last thing that we're going to talk about tonight, he said in verse 12, he said, Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. Now, this, what he's doing here, he has he is, he is given us some of the things that he's talking about that we should be rooted and grounded in. And one of these things is, is water baptism. That is a foundational truth. Hallelujah. Now, uh, there are some issues in, in, in the Word of God that's not salvational issues, and I, I, I'm not going to argue with nobody. Arguing is, is no good it, it, anyway, uh, and if it's a non-salvational issue, my Lord, we can get ten preachers up on the platform, and if we get in the book of Revelation and Daniel and Ezekiel and Zechariah, I guarantee you, amen, that not, none of them is going to... Everything according to prophecy, eschatology, or, or none of those kind of things. Amen. But I'm talking about salvational issues. And one of those salvational issues is water baptism. And uh, going beyond being baptized in Jesus' name, you've got to be buried. Hallelujah. Now, I, lo I, I, I love uh, I got some friends, and I love them, that, that, uh, that are Methodist folks and uh, uh, and some of them uh, Presbyterians there, hallelujah. But uh, and when somebody dies, you don't take them out to the graveyard, lay them down and sprinkle a little dirt on them. Hallelujah. You're going you're to get into a problem with the state when you try that. Amen. Besides other things. He said we've got to be buried with him in baptism. Huh? Buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith. And notice Romans 6, chapter 4, 4 and 6. This is one of the scriptures that I use when I'm, uh, uh, I counsel with people that I'm fixing to baptize. If you, if you wonder sometimes what's going on back in the back while we are waiting 
while you're waiting for somebody to get baptized. Uh, this is right here is one of the scriptures that I, I talk with people and, and, uh, and give them about. Romans 6, chapter uh, 6, verse 4 through 6. He said, therefore, now this, this goes right along what is said in Colossians there, 2 and 12. Right here in Romans 6 and 4, he says, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism unto death. That like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, <laughs> that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Hallelujah. There you go. That's why we got some folks not here that was baptized. You know what happened? We buried somebody that hadn't died. Hallelujah. Hello, somebody. You bury, you bury somebody that, that's not died, the first thing going to happen. Amen. Amen. All They didn't die. All they did was pass out. When they wake up and they find out they're buried, they're going to start clawing to get out. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to make sure that they're dead before we bury them. This is the foundational truth that we've got to be grounded upon. The death, the burial, and the resurrection. Hallelujah. A lot of churches are leaving some of it off today. But we've got to have the death, the burial, the resurrection. Now, test time. We've got a pop quiz. What is death? What is the death? Repentance. What is the burial? Water baptism in Jesus' name. What is the resurrection? Filling with the Holy Ghost. Filling with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. This is something that I've started talking about a whole lot here here lately because I've been mentioned about those that we baptized and a lot of uh, biggest majority of them has fallen away and this is something that we need from our older saints our brothers and our sisters both you see we're, we're missing something today that uh, in, in the church today that we that we had years ago Years ago, when a new convert come in, the, the elder sisters in the church that had been established themselves and rooted and grounded for a long time, they would gradually pull some of the ladies that's come in to the side and through love and just begin to talk to them and, and share with them and, and try to help them to grow and let, uh, let, them, let them know about... Uh, how they should dress and about modesty and, uh, and, uh, and all that and how there should be some things they begin to walk away from. 
likewise with the men uh, 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 in the church. We don't, we don't have that good counsel anymore. Amen. And a lot of our youth, and when I'm talking about youth, I'm not talking about age-wise, I'm talking about the new converts. Amen. They eventually fall away because they're not getting what they need to stand. Hallelujah. That's our responsibility. That's our responsibility. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the death, the burial, and the resurrection. We, when we, when we uh, baptize somebody in, uh, in Jesus' name, amen, and they come out here, and we, as we're accustomed to do around here, they stand it here, everybody comes around and gives them uh, the right hand of fellowship. All, all, all our, our, our brothers that's, uh, that's uh, settled in the faith and everything, when you shake hands with them, give them the right hand of Fellowship, amen, you need to bring up right then and there. Well, praise God, now you're ready to get the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. How many people have we baptized that not once have come up front to seek for the Holy Ghost? Now think back. Those of you who have been in church, church, church a while, amen, it's a different day. I mean, it was automatic years ago. They repent, they get baptized in Jesus' name. Every service there in the altar seeking God until they're filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. They're not doing that today. And as I and, and we got on this a little bit last week, and I'm telling you, I don't care who they are, but anybody that repentance and water baptism, if, if as far as they have gotten, eventually they're going to fall away. Sooner or later, you ain't gonna see, you're going to see him start missing service. And then first thing you know, somebody say, hey, man, where's so-and-so been? They, ain't been? they ain't been here in three weeks. Yeah. They, they died. They was buried. But we never got them resurrected. Hello, somebody. Glory to God. They got to get resurrected. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, rock solid unshakable in faith. Anybody got any questions or comments about tonight's lesson? Praise God.